Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome back. It's Thursday, and don't worry if you're stuck in traffic, because it is the third hour of the Lori and Julia Wee. show. It is. It is the third hour, and it's been a short work week for people, and that's Some been kind of nice. That's right. Oh, that's uh, right. A lot of people had mm-hmm. to enforce snow days. Mm-hmm. I'm getting back to what Mike was telling us about Taylor Sheridan's upcoming Paramount series called Lioness. Yes. It's not The Lioness. Okay. It's not based on Christopher Bohalian's book. Which we that is, we're waiting to hear whose option that. Lioness which Nicole Kidman just joined the cast, is based on a real-life CIA program. You know, we love our CIA shows. Oh, of People just love it. Per the official series description, it follows Cruz Manuelos, a rough-around-the-edges but passionate young Marine, okay. recruited to join the CIA's Lioness Engagement Team team to help bring down a terrorist organization from within. So basically, you got to be a lioness to go into mm-hmm. the den got it. and pretend Love to it. be. Yeah, so that's what it's about. Zoe Saldana is in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, looking for any Who's other. Who's the guy? The guy is, I don't even know if it's a guy. I don't know, Laisla de Oliveira. Oh, not Laisla de. Yeah. What a great name. Isn't that Hello? a great name? I'm Laisla de. Laisla de Oliveira. Maybe that's the guy. Um, Kidman will play the CIA senior supervisor who has a long career of playing the political game required to be in the CIA. Love it. Yeah. It sounds really good. Doesn't it? Mm-hmm. So Sheridan created it. He's executive producer. He's writing it. He's a busy oh, guy. I have, I have a memory lane thing for you. What? 53 years ago today. The year was 1970. We first started seeing All My Children on the Air. Oh, my God. Today. Wow. And it was on from 1970 to 2011. Oh, we were so sad. Think of that show Pine Valley and how many people. And I love Kelly Ripa's story about how... um, on her, on all my children, whatever Erica was doing, no other character could do because Kelly was pregnant with her first child, but Erica was pregnant at the same time. So do you remember had, this from yes. her book? And like, they're like, can she write it into the, and no, if Erica's getting, if Erica's having a baby, no one else can have a baby. We're just going to shoot you from the neck up. Well, I, is that what they did? I or don't know. But no, they I did think s- she went to read That's when she went over to live. It was like kind of the same because oh, she, she was left. still on. She was on both. both. She was on both. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for a while. Um, speaking a little while ago, we talked about you know Austin Butler's feet poolside. Honest to Pete, um, he's Elvis. People. Yeah, he's he plays Elvis. Elvis in the new movie, and he Honest was Sebastian in the Carrie Diaries. Honest and, to Pete, you know he's yes. been a child actor, but a star is born moment, and Elvis for sure. Elvis swept the Capri, as in the island of Capri. 
The Capri Hollywood International Film Festival last night, Julia. It won eight awards. It won really? Best Picture, Best Director, Best Producer, Best Costume, Best Makeup, Best Hairstyle. Brandon Frazier won for The Whale. Has anyone Best seen actor? it? Has any? I don't know where it's playing. Can you check on that, Ellie, for us? The Whale? The- yeah, I also haven't seen that. I have no idea where yeah. I have no... Um, and then Angela Bassett won for Black Panther Wakanda Forever as Best Supporting. Anna DeArmas won for Marilyn Monroe. Italians, they loved them when people are naked. Eddie Redmayne won for The Good Nurse. I, supporting. Yeah. He was really good. Oh, gosh, I love that. Okay, so I went to the Golden Derby, you know, which yeah. is, predicts everyone who's going to win everything. So coming in at number one for Oscars... Seven to one odds, everything, everywhere, all at once. Yeah. Number two, the Fablemans. Mm-hmm. Number three, the Banshees of Inertia. Inertia. Mm-hmm. Number four, Top Gun. Number five, Tar. Number six, Aviator. Elvis is coming in at number eight. That is not right. It isn't. Elvis needs I to mean, go way the up Banshees at the top. Banshees, very, depressing and weird right? movie. Yeah. Listen, everything, everywhere, all at once is a very surreal film. Yeah. So it's, have you seen it? Uh, seen what? So I was still everywhere, looking for the whale. Oh, everything. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, oh. did you love it? Yes, I did. It's so surreal okay. and wild. I did. And it's fantastic. Yeah. And uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is just really fun to watch in a different kind of role. Lori and I have to, she yet is to get one into it. mean woman in that movie. Oh, but. It, she is and she isn't. Yeah, I guess. That's I part guess. of the complexity. I know. You know, I, I got to say, Ellie, I dropped out. I watched three-fourths of the movie and stopped. And well, I tried. I, what, what drew you out of it? Did it? Was it just like too much too often? I think I was sad. I was leaving Paris and coming back home. And I was <laughs> just having, not in the right headspace. I was not in it the was right headspace to appreciate this movie. I needed to, you know... If that makes sense, I get it. You, like you have give to it your be due. in the mood sometimes for movies. Yeah, I mean, you have to like sit down and really. I was trapped in a chair, you know, for eight hours. Theoretically, this was the place and time to do it, and I tried it twice. So, I think it was just really the fact that I was just like, "Oh, my trip is over," and back to yeah. reality, you know. And maybe that was that reality. I needed something lower to the ground. Than okay, that movie. I agree. Where do we watch The Whale? Well, so it really is our defined. So it like, is. It's only in theaters. And at that, it kind of has like, looks like one showing per day mm-hmm. at like each theater. Um, so you can find it at AMC. You can find it at Imagine, Showplace okay. Icons. But you have to like be like, oh, this is my movie for the night. It's like seven o'clock showings, eight o'clock showings. And yeah, then it's like, that's, that's it. it for the yeah. day. Oh, I know. I don't know why I haven't thought. I, I, maybe I'm going to wait till after the Globes and see some mm-hmm. of these movies. I'll have some time. I have to share with you a headline from Gawker that made me gasp. Well, <laughs> Gawker that made me gasp. Yeah. Well, first of all, Page Six did a guide to Brad Pitt's tattoos, and you were don't look at it, Julia. We posted it, but don't look at it because you are not going to like his. It's everything from 13th century poems to rhinos. To scribblings from Angelina. Ugh. Yeah. So they got the guide. They got the guide. They got the guide. And he set it up himself by his pool, his, his, his uh, you know, PR approved pap stroll 
shirtless, looking fine as hell. I don't want to know about them all. Right. And I don't care. Doing all that. But here's the headline at Gawker. Brad Pitt is flailing. One box office flop, one winery lawsuit, and one fake girlfriend later, suddenly it's not 2019 anymore for Brad Pitt. Where does Brad go from here? First of all, first of all, you know, we got the new allegations of abuse against him in the law law documents about Chateau Miraval, because that's the big thing. Babylon hadn't come out yet. He was... Remember, he did the serums made from grapes, that ad, which was so weird. Remember, he got in the skincare. And then the Father's Day things on cashmere sweaters. And then now he's gone to Cabo with the fake girlfriend. And the movie is bad. What is going on? He doesn't need a 29 year old girlfriend in a mess of a lawsuit. Or a guide to his tattoos. I don't want the guide. Which we've never... I'm ignoring these headlines. You are? I'm, I'm back to the whale. Because I figured out where you can watch it. And according to his IMDb <laughs> page, he's only got two things going on. The Formula One movie, mm-hmm. and then this uh, Adam Sandler, uh, Noah Baumbach movie on Netflix. So he doesn't have a lot going on. It's okay. All right. I think he's rich. I think he can handle it. I think it's okay. Maybe you realize. Well, he there's needs, a lot of messy to stuff where. to come out. He needs good things to be promoing. He just doesn't have a lot on the grapevine. It's okay. Yeah. He's going to be okay. Okay. He's going to be okay. Okay. The whale is going to come out January 27th on HBO Max. Oh, there it is. Mm-hmm. I'll watch it then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No one's. Yeah. It's about a 600 pound man. It is. Yeah, but it's just, I mean, I I loved Brendan Fraser as a kid. Yeah. I was kind of like in right. high school and yeah. junior high when I but Watch oh, out for that popular. tree. Watch mm-hmm. out for that it. George, George, George of the Jungle. Oh, yeah, I love George of the Jungle oh, and yeah. Monkey Bone, if anyone's seen that. That was a weird Yeah, one. and you know what? I think Hollywood loves the redemption story, too, of Brendan Fraser because he was like hot so star hot. and then disappeared. Completely. And then, you know, he had his... You know, he was traumatized by being mm-hmm. sexually assaulted at an award show by a high up person in the Hollywood Foreign, mm-hmm. you know, and that. And then he, did he get blackballed from telling people about that? Right, you don't know. For movie stuff. Right? So he's just, you know, he's went from the top down and he's like finding it. Well, from what I from what I know, he like was blackballed, and it's almost like nostalgia brought him back because the new Mummy movie came out, and everyone yeah. started asking about Brendan Fraser's Fraser. Mummy movie, and they're like, "Okay, what happened to Brendan Fraser?" Right. And that started to like get him more casting calls. Yeah, that's good. But yeah, he's been on the late night shows. He, he really has. We're not going to see him at the Golden Globes. No, we won't. Week, but, but and then later in our program, because oh, do we have time for Renfield? Or should we talk about Lonnie? Oh, please just let people okay, know you have to watch, to watch this. It's this so horror um, comedy is coming out called Renfield, and it comes out April 14th. We have posted the um, trailer. It looks so like so much fun. It's um, Nicolas Cage's take on he's, Dracula. Yeah, he's Dracula. he's Dracula. Renfield, played by Nicholas Holt, is yes. his like... Um, henchman. Yes, his henchman. He gets and, him yes, and people to is, drink. It looks so good. And um, who else? Aquafina's in it. Yes. It looks so, so, so good. You might want to catch it. This is looks like exciting 
Nicholas, it looks fun. It does. It totally looks fun and kind of scary and good. And The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent is a fantastic movie. If you're looking for a January movie with Nicolas Cage, that is a great movie. movie. All right, we'll be right back with the Dirt Alert. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Mike! Hello, Hi. hello. How'd you do getting out of uh, your driveway, your streets? It's been pretty brutal, yeah. It has I'm been in a brand difficult. new apartment building, and they right. quite they haven't figured out the logistics of how they have to get the vehicles out and clear out the snow, and it just keeps piling up. I know. It's really, it's They really... plow you in a little bit sometimes. Yes, they yes, they do. do. Yes. We are feeling everybody's snow pain. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, we are going to, uh, speaking of uh, pain, that's a, a tough transition there, but Jeremy Renner obviously shared that video of uh, his latest update from the ICU and he's been in a ton of pain because of that snow uh, plow incident that he had. If you haven't seen the video he was uh, heavily bruised and sedated and uh, just was thanking his fans and just... Uh, his sister the, was shampooing his hair. Yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> the tweet had more to say than he really could because right. again, he was in uh, Yeah, shape. I mean, I I know that like PR is directing this, but I don't think it's necessary to share all of this but I know because it's Disney, he's... They're scared about him. He's a big, valuable they, they player. Take, they take, yeah, they want to take, you know, it's the cementing of legacy. I mean, you know, it's like a weird thing. Yeah. It's again, that, uh, if you haven't heard, uh, that 1,400, or excuse me, 14,000 pound snowplow, which uh, crushed him there, or almost completely crushed him. Casey said, you can, those things, you can't get out of those and oh. start moving around anything under the blades because they, a lot of them go into motion when you move something underneath oh, that blade okay. or under it. He said it's got to be turned off. Gotcha. Oh, interesting. Yeah, Ooh. you can't. And so he might not have known that. Yeah, either didn't you, know it. No, he uses didn't. the same thing But he time. might not have never, he might not have ever had that much sure, snow where he had right. to get out. And like, right. we're having like, right. we haven't had snow sure. in so long. For sure. Scary stuff. We yeah, continue to wish Yeah, he's very lucky yeah. that he was not killed. No doubt. Wish him a speedy uh, recovery. And uh, Madonna is planning a secret greatest hits tour to celebrate 40 years in music. Now, do okay. we believe this story? Uh, Mike, what's the word? What, what are they saying? What's the, the scoop? They're saying that multiple shows have already been booked at uh, London's O2 Arena and the music icon, 64 years old at this time, is allegedly set to uh, announce some dates in the next few weeks. I don't know. I mean, I would love if Madonna just did a best of, you know, tour, just did like that show. You know, oh, and if she kept, I would love it, Lori, because she, she there are songs that she, from her songs so much, you'd be like mad because they didn't even sound like the original. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. 
original and her last tour. Yeah, yeah. I love this idea. Yeah, I love this I idea if too. If she stuck to the songs. Yeah. yeah. Well, who knows? I mean, mm-hmm. you know, if you're just doing a residency in London, yeah, that's gonna... just a residency in London. Is it going to be like a ten night thing? Yeah, multiple shows go? at O2 Arena doesn't really give a lot of detail. No, it so. really doesn't. It could be made up too. Mike. Uh, this is true, and it mm-hmm. would mark the forty uh, years since she released her debut album uh, in 1983, and then also uh, you were mentioning the last Borderline. time she took. Oh, I love that album. Last time she uh, hit the road was that Madam X tour, which was nineteen, uh, two thousand nineteen and twenty. We so. missed that one. We did. did she canceled a lot, but she I canceled. don't even think she came here. Uh, she didn't come here, Lori. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of European dates. Yeah, Remember, and she ruined her hip and knee. That mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think you guys were just talking about this guy uh, a little bit ago when I was uh, stepping in here. But Brendan Fraser, did yeah. you see? He opened up about uh, that really emotional moment that he had uh, following the uh, one of the. Uh, when they were showing the uh, the, whale? the screening of the whale, there we go. Found it in London. They actually, uh, he, he the, a six minute standing ovation took place after the screening of it for him. And he says uh, he broke down crying. It solved all of the problems that he was going through at that time. So he broke down he, crying at Cannes. Too. I know he did. He got like a twelve minute. Uh, he's he's just crying and crying. I mean, yeah. it's a lot of eyes on you. I mean, that's a long time to clap, even six minutes. Oh, for crying out loud! But, that's yeah, a long wow. time. That's Are a, you going to see that movie, Mike? Absolutely. I'd love you will? to. Yeah, yeah, for sure. He, I don't know why I don't want to see this movie. I did hear the trailer was kind of, uh, it didn't give Depressing. it, it didn't show the best light of it. It's uh, what, about a man. A man who he does not want to live anymore and he's just going to eat himself to death. Yeah. Oh, that sounds depressing. Yeah. And But what I understand is that's what the trailer really shows. But, but when you actually watch the movie, there's the a lot more heart to about. it. It is very, very dark, I've heard, but there is mm-hmm. more heart to it, and it's a, a pretty good film. You so. see this, and we'll, we, we'll see. We, yeah, we yeah, watch, yeah, yeah. You watch this, actually, and you tell I us Actually, I bet we it. watch it, Lori. I bet we don't. No. I think I did that to you guys for uh, don't, wor- don't Worry Darling as don't well. Don't Worry so Darling. I was, I think, the only person here at the station that actually watched that movie. And so. give us your review he one more time. He told us. It was terrible. Yeah. yeah. It was awful. Mm-hmm. We were we were gut laughing by the end of it. And it is not <laughs> intended to be a comedy. <laughs> so it was not great. Uh, this story was interesting. Uh, we saw some news out here from Jane Fonda. She opened up a little bit about uh, when she stepped away from acting. And as many people know, she gave up acting in the 90s because she was marrying billionaire. Ted Turner. And she and, was like 50 years old. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And she basically said, oh, I'm just going to step back now that I'm married to a, a billionaire. And uh-huh. uh, she's opening up that uh, she thought it was going to be love that lasted forever. But uh, that wasn't to be the case. And now, of course, she's jumped back into uh, to Hollywood 10 years after uh, they, they got a divorce. Yeah. So. She's always had. Now, she's another one. It took her a lot of years to figure out. Um, her relationship with her dad. With her dad yeah. to be able to have. Because yeah. she. Ted Turner was like, he told her, I don't want you acting anymore. He was a very, it's an interesting choice for a 50 year old woman to, but yet he's so rich, but he was very domineering. Yeah. But she was crazy for him too. Yeah. And I think she liked it because she... I think he spanked her, and she liked it. Oh, Jane like, hadn't been spanked and before. And he bought, like, half of Montana <laughs> and is preserving it. Yeah, I know. It's got to be hard. I know, like, when you're an actor, you've got a lot of money, you've got a lot of resources. Usually that's not a big thing when you're a, yeah. a talented actress. But to be married to a billionaire, yeah, I that's mean, just a you, game. you throw that B in front of it, and all of a sudden things right. change a little bit. And so. he was so handsome. I collided with him once oh. at the Lodge at Big Sky, and he was a... Very handsome man, and I think he was like maybe eight years older or something than she was. He had all that hair, all that money, you know, that southern accent, tall, sexy, smart, tall mustache. 
Yeah, he was good. Yeah, he was. No doubt about it. And a billion dollars doesn't hurt either. So uh, she went back to acting yeah, when she, went she back left to act- him. Exactly. That's mm-hmm. when she, about 10 years after they got a divorce, she jumped back into acting. And she actually, part of that 80 for Brady movie that we talked about, uh, that Dolly's going to oh, be singing right. a song for, she's she, part of that as they well. They always put her in the younger woman wig. Mm. They do. You know, she plays the the va va voom, the sizzle sizzle. I I like that. And then, but Sally Field and I mean, yeah. this movie looks. I can't. Really it cute. looks fun. Yeah. It does. It looks like a ton of fun. When I first heard the concept of it, I was like, this. I don't know. This is gonna go. But then you see the trailer and they. You know, Rita Moreno. Yeah, they're, that, having, they're having it, a good time. It seems like. I mean, there's some not so great lines, and it seems a little you know campy. But at the same time, it, it should be. It's a fun movie. It's produced by Tom Brady. He's got right? a lot of money behind it. Right. And Gronkowski's in it, and just some of those names. That, and uh, I think that fun. Sally Field and Jane Fonda and Rita, they they can be picky. Oh, sure. yes, you of know course what I mean? they can. So if it was like schlock, I don't think that they would have done it. No doubt. And real quickly here to finish it up, Foo Fighters came out with this statement and they talked about, of course, what's going to be, what's the band going to look like going forward now that Taylor Hawkins is, of course, no longer with us. And they said, we want to thank everybody for the most difficult and tragic year we've ever had as a band. And it really reminded us how thankful we are for our fans and the people around us. Without Taylor, we won't be the same band we were, but we do are, are excited to move forward as Foo Fighters without Taylor. His 14-year-old Taylor, son so. is a drummer yeah. and has filled in. Oh, yeah. really? That's here and cool. there, but he's only, you know, 14. 14. Yeah. Sure. But he's a but, drummer. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, we weren't really sure exactly what direction they were going to go with it. Obviously, there's a ton of fans of uh, the Foo Fighters. They're an oh, incredible yeah. band, and uh, yeah. they kind of took a little bit of a hiatus after that uh, horrible situation oh, that was so played sad. out. So, um, but yeah, see how things go Why, for them. Thank you. Thank you for filling in so for Grant. Happy to. All right, everybody. Here are some exciting things happening flooring. And one of the coolest things, I think, if you go visit hammernicks.com, the flooring superstores who've been in business over 75 years, they have the floor visualizer and it's called Roomvo and you literally take a picture of the room or rooms you want to see the flooring products in, tap the select flooring, flooring product and instantly you get to see your what that room looks like. with either carpet or parquet floor or luxury wide plank vinyl in different col- colors. It's a cutting edge way to just kind of take a peek at the new flooring what it would look like in your house no matter if it's carpet hardwood luxury vinyl tile laminate even an area rug it's really kind of cool and hammernix has that and remember at hammernix you always get an upfront 10 excuse me 12 percent discount on all in stock flooring great locations on the west side of town and on the east side of town hammernix.com for more information Have you ever asked yourself why don't humans have nearly as much hair as other mammals? (laughs) Why don't from mice to horses to orangutans to to chimpanzees? You know, all other animals have very impressive coats of fur or hair. It's interesting, though. We only have places. That's right. Why not us? I mean, you haven't wondered, obviously, because it hasn't come up. This, this really, it well, has never. Well, this is this is new findings by a team at the University of Utah, and they okay. are providing us with some much-needed answers. So they did a first-of-its-kind comparison of genetic codes. Okay. Okay? 62 different animals revealed that humans, we have... All of the genes necessary to pro- to be hairy to all produce over. a coat of fur. I've seen examples of that. Yes, yeah, so have I. I mm-hmm. so have I. I I, I have. I once yep. 
dated a man that had like a hairy chimpanzee butt. There was, oh, it was I've silky hair, butts. There's, there's but silky. it was silky. I mean, yeah. it was long. It was like, well, you and don't usually for me, share, shave a, your butt. A girlfriend had also had a, an, an encounter with a, him. A, a one night And she, did she warn you? Like, no, we compared notes. I was beware like, was that something else or what? But anywho, <laughs> I digress. But we have um, anyway. But the big thing is that the study. What they hope is that one day. This what what they found out in this gene study, it will be a way for them to regrow hair after losing your hair because of alopecia, yes. chemotherapy, yes. or any other Just kind of hair your loss. Hair pre- yes, yeah, because we have we have what it takes to, to be amazing, to be a hairy animal. That's right. To okay. have all the hair, all the all the fur that we want um and of course the hair and the fur in the animal kingdom you know it's coarse it's silky it's look at the lion it's it has bristly. all of it yes yes and the same with hairlessness humans uh the cuz the vast majority of people are not hairy all over agree agree like vast some people are very hairy though you know i mean but we do have hair everywhere Lori, right. but it's light hair yes we yes. have hair follicles. We have hints of hair, <laughs> like elephants, sheer-coated pigs, and mustachioed walruses. <laughs> there you go. Oh, Lord. No, the, those are elephants that have, you know, like those are animals that have the fine yes. hair. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if elephants yes. had dense hair, they could never cool off. Right. Maybe that's it, too. I've ever seen, like, the close-up of the elephant's tail where, like, their hair follicles are, like, so thick. It's, like, the size of your, like, pinky finger. Right. It's It's crazy. It is crazy. So I just love that they're studying hair and they're taking it seriously (laughs) and they're finding good good things. Good hair things. Good hair things, yeah, that they're going to be able to, um, you know... Learn from. Yeah, we're hairless mammals, but there's hope. All right. Okay, there we go. Now, here is a theory. And I'm glad Ellie's here to ask this because she's in her 20s. Okay, this is But I have a theory that risque bachelor or bachelorette parties are not as in, and now it's more about... The adventure of going to some great city for oh, two or course, three days or an all-inclusive that it's not necessarily... You're saying having the quote-unquote old-fashioned days, male or female stripper? Yeah, strippers and going <laughs> and hiring and doing all of that. that I maybe... mean, you said bachelor and bachelorette party. I really just thought swinger parties for first. Oh, you did? I was oh, like, my oh, gosh. I think they're still in fashion. Yeah, yeah. No, they are. They call them, you know, hen parties across the pond or sometimes stag or stag at it's parties. like it's, they're not big parties anymore. They're smaller groups of people. people. Trips are in That's stuff like it. trips are in vogue. That that is mm-hmm. it. And um, where people want to go, they either want to go to an all all inclusive place, okay, so maybe, or they want to go to a fun city like Memphis, Nashville, Vegas, Miami. And they don't want more than ten people. Agreed. Even ten. That seems sounds ten exhausting. sounds so many. It sounds so many. Like so exhausting. It does. But people are over going to. Um, I don't know if I believe this. I Tell think me. if you're going to Vegas and you are on a bachelor or bachelorette, you are going to see naked people. You are. You're you going to a club. So? If you have fun friends. If you have fun friends, yeah. Even I, you know. Really? Yeah. 
On a bachelor? Fine. Fine. Come on, Very Julia. Jeez. You at least Louise. need the penis-shaped pasta. Yeah, you gotta you gotta go to cheetahs, you know, like people some people have never been to. I've never been to a strip place in Vegas. Well, Julia. I've never been. Come on, Marie, how many times have we been? I have never I've never once. gone with you because I guess I go with other I've gone with other people and you say no to me every time I you suggest never, it. You're so full of it. She's so <laughs> full of it. You're so full of it. Well, I have been to Cheetahs. Once, many years ago. Twice. How long ago? Twenty years. Julia. I know it's a lifetime ago. Don't make me do math, but it was for um it was for a bachelorette okay. party and we did stay at the Flamingo. Yeah, I which was a fun place to stay. Is Cheetah's center of the strip. Is Cheetah's a male strip? It's well women dance there. Oh women do. Okay. But our my idea of how I got the girls to go, there's gonna be all these guys there. Of course. Lori. <laughs> I mean, hey, it's a good place to pick up. It's not like they're gonna go home with okay. the strippers. No, right. Lori and I right. experienced Thank a strip yeah. club together in the middle of the night in LA. And that was there was no picking up to be done. Well, no, Julia. It was too late. It was two in the morning. In the morning, which is early in Vegas, but late in LA, right? Very late. LA shuts down, yeah, very, very late. Well, that's why we ended up at the strip club. You will end up at a strip club if you get (laughs) out and about in LA on a Sunday night and you want to have something to do. There's nothing to do, that town closes. It is really sad. That's a theory. Working, and a fact. Working from home, worse for you. Here's why commuting may actually improve mental, physical well-being. I, I know why, but I'm curious. Tell, Tell me, me why. why. Why do you think? I think you need some time away from people. And I think your car time is a time to process. Be by yourself. Be able to make all your own choices about what you're listening to or not. Not have to answer. This is not why commuting is good for you. This is why working from home is worse for you. And that if you have to actually leave your house to commute and go to a job is better for you all the way around. So tell me, was I right? Well, I mean, you were the commuting. People might miss the commuting. Just the alone time. Yeah. And being away from... I find when I'm at home, I look around and think, oh, I should do that, 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 that. Even though you're working and you probably are able to structure it, but I still think I should do that, 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 that. Ellie, do you like coming to work? Do I like coming to work? Yeah, I get I get a little bit depressive if I sit at home too long. Yeah, yeah. I'm a big computer person, so if I'm left like sitting at home too long, I'll just you know play video games. Right, Right. I need to get outside. An excuse to get outside helps. Yes, and it's like this is from the University of College of London, and they did look at you know they looked at different age ranges because they wanted to see, and of course, didn't impact maybe people that are younger. More from working at home because their social life is more lively. But like for people over like 45, you know, not having coming into work. So they kind of were trying to see, did it have anything to do? But overall, they were just like, if you have a job to go to, you're it's better for you all the way around. Um, this was published in the Journal of Health and Transport. And I got to be honest, I skimmed. But I, I believe in this I theory skimmed. big time. Yeah, you need. I think it's important to do face to face things. I think it's important to be able to collaborate in a group in a team. See people, gossip see people, with people, gossip with people. Just have lunch get, with put, somebody put else. Big girl pants on. Have, you know, you know, but yeah. like have somebody else. Got, yeah. And uh, there is something to be said about like just um, the old gossip at yes, work. Anything. Not, not just gossip too, but like you know, 
schmoozing, getting to know yeah. people who are in different departments, who right. are your bosses, stuff like that. It, it gets a little lost. Gossip is always the thread, and you can, it has a bad rap, so we shouldn't call it. It's office intelligence, if you will. Oh, gosh. Intelligence <laughs> gathering. Oh, gosh. But all that chit-chat and the grapevine is, like, important for for well, you hear about upcoming job opportunities. You might hear yeah. about some anything that might just trigger just, an idea. I just think, yeah, we're missing out on socialization by not being together in community. Well, it was our hardest thing when we started yeah. here on the radio was that we were so used to going into an office at eight eight thirty every day mm. and working eight to five. It kind of took us. It was like it felt lonely. It felt very lonely for us for mm-hmm. a while, and then then we realized, oh, we got chit chat right here in this building. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we found <laughs> all right. We found our folks. That's right. We'll be right back. <laughs> all right, we've got a testimonial from Melinda about her experience working with. Uh, First Equity, she gave them a 10, with 10 being excellent. Robert was very helpful and quick to respond. The closing went even better than I expected. And from start to finish, it was so fast. I was really appreciative. I even recommended Robert and First Equity to my parents. Oh, I love it. And I just can't thank you enough for taking such great care of me, Melinda. I love that. I know. And and this is, you know, what you constantly hear. And I think... We like to do business with people who like to help and support our communities, who are in our communities, who are not just a website far away, who don't care about us, don't know what's going on. And that's the team at First Equity. They've been a partner at MyTech forever. We love, love, love working with them. We love your comments, positive feedback about your great experiences. If if you are needing some information, call them today at 763-251-8000 or keyword David at MyTech. Gave your sunroof open while it was snowing on the streets of Minneapolis. I did that one time. You know what's so funny about that? Literally today, I'm driving to work, and I the sun came out. That was the sun, and that was blue sky beside me. So long, I opened my sunroof. And then and my the whole, snow. but my whole roof opened up when I was driving on ninety four. Yeah, and the snow came I, in. No, there was no, no snow, okay. but I was panicking, panicking. Shot, <laughs> shot. You know, because what if? But anyway, yeah, that's so funny. Now let's let's just you know let's everybody be cool and you know if you've if you've had to dig out your car and I saw some college kids digging out some cars today, you know go ahead and take your broom and sweep off the top of your car. Because then when you're driving down the street, you don't leave a wall of snow for some other driver to drive through and have an ad. I mean, just like be cool with that. You don't have to drive a snow mound because you were buried. Yeah, well, you know it louder the for the Minnesotans in the back. Yes. I, yesterday driving home, mm-hmm. um, there were three cars on the road, um, but it was icy, if you remember. Yeah. Well, so I didn't it, have to get on. It was the, slushy icy. It, yeah, it was. No, on the cars. It was hard. Yes, it was a yes. light layer of ice, but if your car warmed up, it started... One came at me and it was ice, and I'm like, ooh, uh-huh. ooh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But trucks, when it starts coming off the top of trucks, and you're, yeah. you're just, oh, yeah. I'm like, what did I just? Get no, hit because with? I did. I saw a car today that literally <laughs> looked like a moving snowbank. And clean off your back window. I mean, it looked like a moving <laughs> snowbank. It was kind of funny, and it was a I small car, and I'm like, wow, that snowbank is driving, and all you could really see like, was. One little area just that, a lump. Yeah, like that's enough. That's fine for me. I mean, don't the you depth perception, kid. Though, if I can just see all those little holes, I'm good. Yeah, I mean, the depth perception <laughs> doesn't bother you. Not being like driving <laughs> you're in a cave. In, yeah, driving. you're in a cave. I I didn't like that mm-mm, at all. Um, Tonight, you know, um, Call Me Cat was the show 
on Fox that um, Leslie Jordan was on. Yes. And tonight, comedian, the great Vicki Lawrence is going to be guest starring. And she and, you know, Leslie Jordan were on that fun show, The Cool Kids. Oh, only one season. It was so good, though. It was so cute. And she's going to make, tonight her guest appearance is going to be Lorene. Oh. Someone else we know. The mother of Leslie Jordan. His character is Phil. She's filling in as the cafe's baker while Phil's away. Okay. So we'll, we'll see what happens with that. I guess I've never, I've never watched that. I watched it a couple times, and I don't know. My favorite, though, is So Help Me, Todd. Oh, that's on tonight, isn't it? it? It's on CBS. It's I love, it's Marsha Gay Harden. It's so good, and with the guy from um, all of the um, acapella movies. Um, You know all of the Anna Kendrick movies? I have to look it up. It's bothering me. I don't remember his name either. I can't remember his name, but he's... So funny. Yeah. That's a cute show, so help me, Todd. Okay. Skylar Aston. There it is. Yeah. He's funny. funny. I watched Pitch Perfect last night. That's so funny. You I, liked it? It, it holds up. That's a funny oh, it, it holds up. I actually, like, in retrospect, some of it's so meme you wonder if it does. And it, it does. It's funny. It's, mm-hmm. it's funny. It holds up. Anna Camp's great. Yeah. Uh, Anna Kendrick was on um, with Kimmel last night. She's promoting. Um, what was she promoting? I'm uh, a new movie that she's in, but um, she was a good. She was a good talk show. Uh, I was listening. Yes. Her first time she got drunk. Yeah, and coffee, and Kahlua, and Kahlua, but some and, and milk and milk. Yeah. Oh, speaking of milk, milk. how I say it? Yeah. Um, a friend of ours, Mary, milk. milk. That's how Julia says it. She says, calls it milk. Milk. She sent. She sent me a picture of a product called Milk. Milk, M-E-L-K. <laughs> what is it? It's a, it's like a milk like yeah. product, but I got to look it up. It was so funny. Oh, my gosh. I'm like, oh, my gosh. That's so... Here it is. Almond milk. Milk. Almond M- milk. M-A-L-K. Milk. But the way you pronounce it, it's M-E-L-K. Milk. It's You give it like a German inflection. Did I tell milk. you I was German? Yeah. Probably not. Mm. Mm-hmm. Just a little thing. Did I tell you the royal family changed their names from World War II to the Windsors so that they could drop their German last name? Yes. Yes. You did. Yes. You did. All right. So Teddy Mellencamp, Real Housewives. Yeah. She. I, this is kind of funny, Lori. Um, she said, um, "Is this under two T's?" Yeah. She's got a podcast once a week or something. But she said she <laughs> with Tamara. It's two T's in a yeah, pod. It is a cute two name. Two T's in a pod, and she. Um, said that Heather Gray, gay, from Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, who has the black eye in the show right now, um, refused to be on her podcast. And she said, I don't know if she's turned us down or she just had to wait till after the reunion, but she did unfollow us. But I really want to get to the bottom of Heather Gay's black eye. And so I'd like to have her on sooner rather than later. And then she added, I'm going to take her right now. Heather, send me a DM. I know you're annoyed. But there's some things you did this year that were annoying that we had to talk about. But maybe next year could be better. You're only as good as last week's episode, spoken like a true housewife. True. I mean, to think there's a cottage industry where former housewives just can discuss and make a living other housewife shows. That's the show. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, that's the show. That's what but they, they do. But they have the behind the but scenes. But they have the behind the you scenes, know, and people, people are, are interested. interested. Even though I've never listened to, to right. one of them, and I don't know 
if what's her name Bethany's? from the OC. No, Bethany's oh. got a very good podcast because she go she covers a lot of topics. Mm-hmm. Um, but the one they fired from the Orange County who married the guy from Fox. Oh, what was her with name? With the big boobs. Yeah, I can't remember her name. I can't remember. I didn't ever. I've never watched OC. Yeah, never. But you sh- what about her? Well, she had a podcast, and she it was to be just talking about other housewives. I don't know if enough people tuned into her, Teddy Mellencamp and Tamra. You know, you've got Beverly Hills in Orange County. You got the cute name. Yes, you've got someone else to discuss it with. I don't know if people want to listen to husband and wife uh, give their opinions about housewives. I don't know. I don't think so. That's what I'm saying. I'm a Hollywood speak myself. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for that Hollywood speak. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I... really, would you care no. to hear what... Uh... Lori, I don't even watch them. Yeah, but I mean, do you care to have... Would you ever like want to have a discussion with Jeff about the housewives? No, but he, I've made him watch it a couple times. Don't make I him. didn't make him. He was yeah. just in the room. Okay. I said, I'm sorry in advance. Never make anyone Any watch no, something I didn't. they don't want. I never yeah. make him. No, yeah. I'm sorry in advance. Yeah, okay, you apologize. <laughs> I like that. Ellie, thank, thank you so you, much Ellie. for making it fun. No, and thank you, ladies. Love you as always. All right, I'll right, be back thanks. tomorrow.